Let me just tell you, boys. It's great. Oh, please, Dave. Tell me how good it was. It's outrageous. Have a look at him. Just have a look at him. He's a superstar. I'm assuming he's trained him. He's playing footy. He's trained. It's damaging, Deeds. It's damaging disposal. It is. I love it. It is. Love it. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swatties. This is True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Tonight we are going to unpack our bloody sensational victory over the dogs on Friday night and everything else Sydney Swans. I'm your host, Dave Baxter. Mads, that's more like it, isn't it? <laughs> we did it! Verbatim. Verbatim. We manifested it and it happened. This is how it works, people. This is how it works. Oh, mate, wasn't it just sensational? What a victory. So good. We've got Noah back in the studio as well. How good was that, mate? Unreal. Uh, good to be back on the winning side. Uh, it's, you know, a bit back and forth at the moment, but good to see we can still smack a team when we need to. Did either of you guys, it, I've, I've found it hard to sort of be like, oh, because it's been so up and down this year, like it's it's hard to remember what winning is after you've lost again. I'm like... The, this is, it's a it's a good reality check both ways when you lose one and Big you time. win one and we say it on on here all the time it's never as bad as you think it is yep. and it's never as good as you think it is it's like and after the team that, itself you're never as bad as you think 100%, you are and you're never as good it was all sort of doom and gloom after that yep. Essendon Essendon loss but I oh know for for mine boys for yours, yours Dave's. the loss wasn't as bad as it seemed against the Dons. I think they played sort of out of their skin that last quarter. And you we kicked could've, straight the game. We could have kicked straight. We win. Um, it, it didn't seem as bad as, you know, the result is. Um, but then we, you know, we come out on Friday uh, night. We respond to all the critics and we show that our best is bloody good boys. It is. It is. It's it the is. best it's in the league. Like, what have we had? 35 scoring shots. It's that, That's insane. We kick, once again, if we kick straight, four goals, 10 between Paps and uh, Buddy. If they if they take more than half their opportunities, we smack those guys. The 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 scoreboard flatters them. That that was eighty hundred points. Big that, time that result. Big Total time. domination for sure, for sure. But boys, it was just so good to you know respond to critics and and a must win game. Like uh, we manifested it, we talked it up, but. You know, we had to win that clash. There was no other option. I mean, it's effectively season over. I know mathematically it wouldn't have been, but it's bloody hard to keep going from there. Yeah. Right? You're, you're, again, you want the des- your destiny in your yeah. hands. If we lose that, we're probably still in the eight, um, but it's more just the, probably the confidence in what we could do. It's, yeah. Um, it's not about, it's not about, you know, points. It's not about the numbers. It's more about you start to drop your heads after losing two in a row, and then it makes it very hard to get up for the Fremantle game. It does. So it was just a phenomenal effort. And again, it's what we cry out for, four quarters of footy, uh, no passengers, a con- consistent contribution from the list, and that's what we got. Yeah, huge. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, these strange losses are hurting us in the, in the long run. But just seeing that we can just smack a side. A side that isn't... Look, they're not in the top eight this year, but they did play in the grand final last year and they have the same midfield. And that midfield is probably the best in the league on paper. On paper, 100%. Right? And that's where yeah. what's the most important and great thing to come out of Friday night is taking their midfield to the cleaners. How, how good was that? Ele- Absolute cleaners, Dave. cleaners. How electric was that start? That, I haven't seen a start like that in a long time. Just, Even though we were inaccurate, yeah, it it was 
explosive. But they could not stop us. We were dynamite out of the middle. All the boys in there, Millsy, Paps, how his game was sensational. Loved Paps in the midfield. Clearance game was a A grade. A grade. Chad Warner, Parks, you know, that they, they all just contributed and, you know, put the boys on their shoulders and said, We're gonna dominate this midfield of McRae. Trelaw went behind the ball, but you know, you got Liber in there, you got, you know, everyone else and, and they smacked him. They absolutely smacked him. Didn't give him a look in. I loved um oh, Chad Warner seeing him go every. He's so consistent at the yeah. moment, and you, like I can expect, you know, when we saw him the way he played last year and what he showed, I knew that he was going to come out this year and play. Yep. The way he's been playing, but I didn't think it'd be as consistent to as this been. level. So consistently, unreal. He's going to be a star. Oh, honestly, of the competition, he'll take the whole league on. Yeah, really. It, it's the player he is. I don't think there's. I can't think of someone who sticks out like him. It's very like Petrarca esque. What he's doing, bursting from contests, accelerating away, no one can catch him, and then he's he's given himself so many looks at goals too. That's a hurting a bit of scoreboard impact, boys, oh, from our midfielders, yes. especially from midfielders. Geez, that gets me excited. Um, the scoreboard impact, but. Yeah, he's, it's just as you say, so consistent. It's every week he's having two or three shots on goal. But let's just, and that's the thing, right? He's doing everything at the moment. And you you talked about before the heralded midfield, right? We kept McRae to 26, Liberty to 23, Trelaw had 32. To be honest, to be honest, Table, I didn't even know he was on the ground. (laughs) They were the opposite of damaging. Yeah. Uh, We just did a number on them. Do you want to talk about your boy? Which one's that? I'm looking at oh, you, you're Noah. you're talking at me. Sorry, I'm looking, I'm looking at, at the stats. Get off your phone and you talk about your boy. Um, are we... Oh, no, now, we, I actually don't know. I, I claim a few. So it's got to be Ryan Clark. Correct. Good. Because I love Ryan Clark. And I think he's starting to get that um, cult sort of following, that yeah, cult presence time. on big the time. socials. Big time. I'm it's, loving that we're getting that going. Because, yeah. you know, if you think about the, the top cult figure would, would be... Hickey of Nazareth. Hickey is another Nazareth. Hickey of Nazareth. Absolutely. I, I fucked that up last week too. It's tough to get out. Um, he's getting there because he had a bloody phenomenal game. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm loving that he's got that role now. That's good. Uh, and I think one of the things I like that, you know, maybe not so much footy related, when we kick a goal, he goes berserk. Yeah. And this is what we were like. It's more Sam is the big fan of him. My brother Sam loves Ryan Clark. He's been pushing for Ryan Clark for so long. Um, and the reason is when we go down to these VFL games, he brings such presence to the team. Like he, yes, he plays well, very well in the VFL. He's one of the best there by far, but he's got so much energy. He he's a funny guy. And it's just, it's good to see him in the it, lines. It's I the key it. word, he's energy. That's what you energy. see out on the field. And the number he did on Bailey Dale on the weekend was huge. Well, he's their distributor, right? He's where they get all their movement from. And that was completely nullified at the end of the day. I mean, I think he ended he, up having, what, 17? 16 touches. 16 touches. And, and 10 were in the first quarter. And as I said on one of the posts, uh, we kicked eight behinds in the first quarter, and he took all the kicking. Yep. So he's what maybe had two genuine touches. Checks out. Done. He looked bad. So Ryan he Clark. Bad. You know, he's had eight or nine touches Three for the day. Boats. It's um, yeah, it, it's such a 
the tag is so underrated. I've said it before this year. Underutilized. It, underutilized. Well. You've got to use it. It's like to take away a, a weapon like that. Who do we, was it? Sinclair. We went to against St Kilda. Yeah. Took a number like a probably an all Australian halfback. Took him out of the game, and now we've done it to Bailey Dale. Like Ryan Clark is building himself a role. Like, you may as well call him Butter because he's on a roll at the moment. He's <laughs> absolutely is. killing it. Absolutely <laughs> killing it. But, you know, he, he stays in the side this week and he goes to one of the key midfielders. Must happen. Has to Brayshaw. happen. Brayshaw. Brayshaw. Is, is, yeah. Brayshaw it, plays off the half back now, so I like that. That would be a great choice for it. That's where I don't, I don't, I don't like, love the idea as much of him you know, playing a midfield negating role. Yeah, I'd absolutely. prefer him play that halfback negating role. He killed Sinclair yeah. that, that game. Yeah. And he oh, killed yeah. Bailey Dale. So let's just, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, horse. Brayshaw's playing a few um, midfield minutes too. I don't think he's just solely Mostly half-back. off halfback, yeah, though, okay. predominantly. I haven't yep. seen the stats following, I think it's like yeah. round eight or nine, because this was for super coach reasons. Uh, this was a big part of the season. They changed the rules, blah, blah, blah. Um, but he spent almost 100% in the back line. Okay. Early in the season, yep. I don't know if that's still the case, but right. I think I like that um, because, w- like, tagging used to be such a big part of our game as Swans, yeah. as the Swans, right? We had Hewitt, and when Clark was actually playing a few games back then as well, I remember a game against North. We had two taggers in the midfield. That's it's pretty crazy. It's yeah, just, and it was I liked it, but when we showed last year that we don't need to play that must have a tagger every game in the midfield. I think that really opened it up for us. And the fact that we're doing it now in the forward line, I yeah. think is brilliant. Yeah, because that's it. where a lot of that dis- distribution comes from, from the better teams. Yeah, I love it too. And I, I, I'll back Ryan Clark in one-on-one in the midfield too. He knows how to win the ball and that type of thing. So I'm not, a tank I'm, too. I'm not against it at all. So we'll definitely see it this week. Boys, Haynes, mm. been really good the last two weeks. Welcome. 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 Consistency. Having, as a centre-half forward, which is basically what he's playing as. Yep. Having 17 touches, five grabs, four goals straight, taking the most of opportunities. One of the only guys he sort of he had that lull during the season. Like he is a very accurate kick. I think he's fur the first 12 games or something like that. He kicked 24 goals, six or seven. Then he had a, a lull in the middle, kicked three goals, nine. There's just could a, um, not kick straight. And he's rectified it in the last two weeks. And it, it's just good to see someone honing on their craft and take their opportunities. On Instagram, there's a page that um, does, does like, it's, it's a well-followed page. I, the name escapes me at the moment. But they basically um, teach people the fundamentals of football and get people into really good kicking habits and things like that. They did a video of Isaac Heaney kicking on the weekend as an example of how to perfectly kick the football, the way he sort of holds the football, the way he pushes it out before he kicks and the way he follows through with his leg. They they said it is the blueprint of how anyone should want to kick a football, which just goes to show why he's so accurate at the end of the day. He doesn't overcomplicate it. And he's just silk. He four goals straight. Yeah. I mean, no, no other player in the bloody team has been able to do that this year. Mm. Yeah. That's what you need if you're going to compete in September. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And he's got four that, opportunities, four goals. He's got that creative nous too, yeah. like that snap that he kicked at the start of the third, ducking, like you know, going for that ball that basically everyone had given up on. Bit of got out to the boundary, duck back inside, dodge one, dodge two, snaps over his shoulder, goals. That's a creative now. So that's a natural goal instinct, and you can't teach that. It's, Tell you what, it's Dave, so good. I went berserk. Oh, after I loved that. it. Loved it. Was it. Unreal. Really was. Really good. Really good. But boys, 
invitations go out on this podcast weekly. Quite frequently, yes. And it's fair to say we nail the invitations because they generally come. We definitely have been of late. Tommy Papley. How good? 24 touches, two goals, five, not ideal, but he Mate, yeah. 17 score involvements. Everything he touched turned to gold. Absolutely. Like he's all over the ground at the moment. They're throwing him in the midfield, and I think that might be at the detriment of Heaney's mid-time. I think he's moved more forward yep. now. Yeah. Um, but Tom Papley, he's, he's electric, electric. He's got great touch in the midfield, and he's adding something that no one else in the team has been able to add. I thought he did it against Essendon as well. Yeah. Um, but more so against the Dogs. It's it's the contested winning ability for mine. He, for yours. He reads it so well. He gets clearances. And it's in the explosion away, it's Chad Warner-esque. That's the sort of power that Papley comes, gets um, coming out of the contest. It's, you, you said it before, though, Noah. It's also the energy. It's the uh, intangibles, right? And and you're 100% right as well, Debs. But the the energy, and he gets clearances, you know. He's he's a really serviceable midfielder. Yep. So if we can find a, a good good mix and he gets his, his footy kicking boots on, I, I, get, it, get it right at the right time of the year, I say. Oh, yeah. I think he's built into this season really nicely. It's sort of got to the point where we called it out last week. It's like, you know, Paps hasn't really said, I'm going to assert myself on the contest yet yep. this year. And he mm. had the delayed start, um, you know, missing six the first six weeks of the season. And then he just comes out with a performance like that. And that that's why we love Paps. That's what Paps is capable of. And we probably still haven't seen the best of him yet, but he's probably got that 25 touches and three or four goals in him. He's like, got another level to go to. He's got Debs. another level. Would they, you say, Debs, that he's he's building like, say, a natural event that would happen? Sort of, like a tsunami. <laughs> like, <laughs> like a tsunami. Tsunami, absolutely. Yeah. He's building like a tsunami. <laughs> Some sort of natural disaster. It's actually funny. Tsunami. If you read the match report in the Herald Sun, they used the tsunami. No, they it used it. And they're stealing from their po- our podcast. Are we and we're going we're gonna to have to start trademarking. We're going to have to start trademarking. That's how big our stuff goes, Mads. Oh, are we influencers, then? Look, we're bordering. Bordering line. Look, I've been dropping Z-grade celebrities like ever since that time up in Sydney, and I was like, they're lining up for photos <laughs> with us, Mads. You know, I've had a bit of a pep in my step, but I'm, I'm not too sure, Faithful. I'm not too sure. But there were so many impressive performances. We'll get on to another one. Sam Reid. Hasn't he rejuvenated his career? Your, your man? I love it. I fucking love it. I absolutely love it. It's it's great to see he's not... So he had that one game, was it three or four weeks ago now, where he really just went, bang, 10 tackles. There were marks. Melbourne there was game. great delivery. It was Melbourne, yes. Um, and since then, he's been playing really well. Consistent, like, mate. Not quite as good as that Melbourne game, yep. but consistent, playing the role. He's delivering well still. And was it how many tackles was it? Was A thirteen it of 13 the best tackles from a big guy. That's, that's all. Numbers. That's all you What's need that? to know, boys. That's all you need to know. Well, but Reedy's been fantastic. But while we touch on the tackles, the pressure aspect of our game on yep. the weekend was absolutely berserk. Like berserk. eighty-eight tackles to sixty odd, and we win by ten goals. That is unheard of. Unheard of. The biggest pressure rating of the year is up around the two thirty mark. Has not been seen this year. That shows the level that the Swans can go to. No one else in the comp is doing that. No one has... I don't feel like no one... Bar Melbourne, no one has the power that we do out of the midfield and, and up forward. Deeps. No one has that power. Deeps, when we say our best is better than anyone in the competition... We're not talking we're not, shit, are we? We're not joking. We're not joking. Not joking. 
mate. It's, this is legit. It, that that that's all you need to know. But but going back to Sam Reid for yeah. a minute, this is a guy who came into that game wasn't expecting to do any do much rucking at all. Maybe pinch hit every now and again. Yeah. Goes in there, gets twenty five hit outs against the one of the premier ruckmen in the competition, <laughs> and he has thirteen tackles. Yeah. It's a it's a huge game from him. Big step up. Look, I, uh, how many tackles did Nick English have? He many. had bloody four. Had a bloody he four. He had bloody four. And he can't even spell. <laughs> uh, but no, Reedy was huge. Look, I wouldn't want to be relying on him every week for that type of effort in the ruck. You don't have to. No, you don't. But that it was dead set massive, and I'm loving this this rejuvenated Sam Reed. Now, this like we're we're not here to whack blokes on podcasts, right? And he was on on the end of you know a few whacks from us, but the, the, it's all deserving. It's like it's on field performance, and his last four or five weeks have been bloody sensational, and we love it. He's probably earned himself another year on his contract. Absolutely, For I sure. want to see him signed. Sign him up, another so, year. Sign please. him up, but um, yeah, keep doing what you're doing, Reedy. You know, ever since that invitation, wouldn't, mate, I know you like that party hat. Wouldn't keep he coming. be walking on cloud nine at the moment? Oh, absolutely. He's playing because he would. He, I reckon he when he's when he hasn't been playing his best. Because they talk about how AFL players don't listen to the media or whatever. Yeah. Come on, come on. They absolutely. hear the whispers. They hear the whispers, and it, I reckon that would. That's what makes the job itself being a professional footballer difficult, right? Because you've got to try and block out all that external noise, but realistically, it's impossible to turn his form around like this. And put himself in a position where he's one of the veteran heads in our team, in a younger side, for him now to be sort of showing that leadership on field would just be so good. It would make him feel so good, um, which is why it keeps carrying on every week. I, I love it. You know who I'm just loving at the moment, boys? Let's hear it. He's a former number one draft pick, and at the start of the season, <laughs> no one, he was on no one's radar, but he was on the Swans' radar. He's had 22 touches. He's had 14 marks, and at least eight of them were intercepts. Paddy McCartan. The reigning and defending intercept mark king yeah. of the competition. 100%. He's, he's all Australian at the moment. Undeniably. Like you, you probably yeah. got Tom Stewart up back. But he, he's next in line. He's all Australian. No, the, Without a shadow of a doubt. The intercept player is nearly one of the most important players on your list. And he's the best in the competition at the moment. The way the game's played now, absolutely. You've got to be able to read that ball, and no one's doing it better than Paddy. And it, it's just sensational. The, the turnaround, it's getting underplayed. You get Channel 7 putting out, oh, who's been the best recruit this year? It's Paddy McCartan by so far. Marby old Charles <laughs> been good up at the Gold Coast, but he's done nothing to what Paddy has done for it, for our backline and our club. Particularly yep. on value, right? He, as, as you said, wanted by no one. The Probably the only reason we had him at the Swans is because we've got his brother. Exactly and right. He has been unreal. Like, he really has. He's been, one of, as you said, one of the best backmen, one of the best intercept defenders in the game. His no, he is the readable. best. Not one of. He is the best. The best. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Guys, no no take, doubt about it. Aside from that, how's this? How's the guy's had, like, 15 concussions in his life. And you would not even know it not, from the way he attacks the ball. Not one ounce of fear in that Not man. one bit of fear. That's so good. That is, that is such a strong mentally. Mentally, like, that is cannot Mental be underestimated. Mental strength, Thebes. You know what it is? It's blood's footy, Debs. It's blood's culture. That culture, the bloods. <laughs> we, we kind of imported it, but I'm, I'm happy to claim it as well, right? He's the way... 
when the ball is going over his head, there is not a ball that there's not a marking opportunity that he will pull out of. And that's that's scary, to be honest. Yeah. I don't want him getting hurt. He no. plays way too well for us to for him to get hurt and he's obviously his story as well very important, but he's fucking fearless. It's the it's the judgment, Noah. It's um this is the thing when a when a forward being quite a you know a prolific forward back in my day, Noah. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure yeah, you, were. you You learn you have to learn how the, the play unfolds to get your leading patterns, that type of thing, you know, get in front of your defender. And he just reads the ball so much better than his opponent. And that's why he's able to put himself in these spots and give himself opportunities to take these intercepts. You're saying he reads the ball better than Jamara Eugle Hagen? <sighs> Got him on toast, Mads. Absolute <laughs> toast. But lads, there's just so many players to talk about. You got you got Millsy. He's had 23, had 16 tackles coming off an average game, like sensational. Robbie Fox, his injection into the side, 23 touches. What about uh, what about Rowie? He's had nine tackles. Is that He's n- another another good negating midfielder. It's it's good to dissect his stats because he's had 12 touches. You look at that on face value and you're like, oh, he's a little bit down, right? He's had the nine tackles, seven clearances. That's what he is. He's a bull in there to go and win the hard ball. And if he's getting it out like that, that's all we need from Rowie. Um, Nick Blakey, I, I tell you what, it does things to me, seeing him get the ball. <laughs> on, Tucking the ball on, under uh, the arm. On half back. And Gets just you firm. Really but it's, There's it's, blood flow. There's well, blood flow. I wasn't going to be that deliberate about it, Noah. Um, but he just... Let's not beat around the bush. He just has the confidence in his own ability, even if somebody's really close by, to burn them. Burn them off. So good. You know what? Here's another thing that's not spoken about, just to bloody give the, the faithful the content. Nick Blakey is 196 centimetres, and he has bursting speed like that. You don't see it from anyone else in the competition. He's a very unique athlete. 100%. And like he's picking his times as well this year. It's not, not like he's trying to do that every time. He knows when it's his time to go, and he reads the play and his opportunity really well. He's matured deep, he as has. we said. And he's just executing, you know, probably 7 out of 10 times he's executing he's still always going to fuck up being that type of player you know you've got to take that those opportunities and put it out there but loving what blakes is doing yeah, even Blitz. when even when he um even when he fucks up sometimes it goes well like yeah. it's he puts the team Skew in a good position kick. yeah yeah, yeah they, but they yeah they sometimes just work out and he's that is just something he didn't have before we've said it before you right he's just taken so many big steps mm. this year and it's so exciting for our back line particularly since we lost you know, those Hewitt and Dawson don't hate to say them, but yeah. It's great to see that he's stepping up. Yeah, huge. Parks was great. Yep. Had eight clearances, had twenty eight disposals, seven tackles. That's just standard Luke Parker, really. Um, just didn't hit the scoreboard. Thought Laddams, the the small amount of game time that he had, I thought he responded really well Big time. with to what would have been an absolute tongue lashing from horse, I reckon. Yeah. Um, and he would have felt quite embarrassed. So to come out and, and perform the way he was for that period of time, you could see he was keen yeah. to, to make amends. 100%. It's really good to see, really good point to make. Um, yeah, the response in when things like that happen is so important. Yeah, you're, everyone's Re- watching you. Responded. Yeah. yeah. When, did he, um, when did he come off? Would was have been halfway, halfway through, through the second. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Still oh. 10 hit-outs in that time. He was yeah. absolutely leading the... The rucking, the pure rucking stats, yeah. right? Yeah. And getting around the ground as well. Yeah. So that's what that's what's really impressive, hundred percent. But 
boys, the impact of Joel Armadi up forward for in the first quarter. Well, what, what did you take well, out of that? Again, took opportunities. That's a, it's the key key component. Those contested grabs were great and fantastic to see, but the, the kick the two goals. That's what I was impressed. In. Yeah, it's like wasn't overwhelmed. Went back routine, kicked the goals. That's it. That's what we need. And we saw the the pressure that that put on the dogs. It's scoreboard impact and pressure is so well, underrated. Noah, it, it, it's if it, not even now, it's in September. That's when those things matter. Yeah, right. Hmm. You need to take opportunities that you've got because you know what? You're not going to get that many of them in September. Yeah, it's not going to be free. It's, it's like always that. a lot lower scoring. Hmm. You've just got to take opportunities. We'll rue the day against GWS, but if guys like Amadi. And guys like um, any any one of our forwards, Haynes, Paps, you take the opportunities. That's how you be successful in September. Now, boys, we've got what have we got? We've got twenty four minutes in here, right? Ooh. And we we've spoken basically everything Sydney Swans from that Friday night clash, and we haven't even spoken about the thousand goal legend Buddy Franklin, mm. who's found a new skill in his repertoire of contested marking. Can you believe that no, his arms go above his from? head? It, 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 I've never seen it before. To, to be fair, he double grabbed absolutely everything, but he is protecting the zone that well that he's got a, a second grab at it, and you know he's getting these looks in a in a goal. Yeah, he didn't kick straight; he's kicked his two goals, five or whatever he did. But mate, Buddy taking contested grabs in the right with the right kick forward, yeah, it's huge for our forward line. So big. He did, like. and I, I will speak on the fact that he was inaccurate. He did have a large amount of strapping on his finger, on his they left hand, it, yeah. which I surely that affects your ball. Yeah, it affects your ball. Time. Surely, it really does. it's the guiding finger too. Yep. it's like it's really big. Um, but he, that's the finger he missed with uh, earlier in the season. But you take the good with the bad, but you do. I mean, his contested marking has been, as I said, something that I haven't seen in his career. No, it hasn't been. But mate, this year and that game was. Since I think he took four or five contested grabs, unheard of. He's been doing it for a couple of weeks as yeah. well. Yeah, well, this year, this yeah. year, yeah, yeah. It's it's how's why is he added this at thirty four? Yeah. It's insane, Cause right? Because he, he's in a contract year. <laughs> That's it. But looking for another another nine year deal, yeah. perhaps. Just so many consistent contributors across the ground. It's what do um, you think of Oflo, dudes? Better. Better. Um, you know, he's got he got it in his hands seventeen times. He's had the eight grabs, he's sort of that release kick um coming out of the out of the fifty. Um that's that's the the what's the right the average game that we need from him, the median game, you yep. know. When it's when he's not having a, a burst out game like he did a couple of weeks ago, whoever that was against, I can't remember. Um, St. St. Kilda, Kilda when he had 28 yeah, um, they're the games he's got to, that's, a, that's a contribution game yeah, that's, look, that's what we need from OFO not everyone no can get 30 touches no exactly game, right so. and we don't expect them to but mm. that's they're the games we need from OFO more consistently yep I'm happy with that yeah like and it's even the not getting too many touches we've got to be careful about that because there's only so many touches to go around yeah but as, as I said look at Trelaw 32. And we're, we're not a high-possession team. We're, we, we're not a high-possession team. We don't um, over-possess the ball at all, really. So, look, it's more about um, you, you, a stat like disposals for Ollie Florent is a key indicator to how he's going, I feel, and the impact he is having on the game. Um, you, you don't expect 30 out of him, but you expect a contribution. Definitely. Yeah. Could I ask... Um, 
I think have we, have we touched can, on mate. have we touched on Dill, Dill Stevens? We haven't. Um, quiet. He's had the the six goal uh, six six kicks, one handball, seven touches. I did obviously like the work rate to get outside for that easy goal he kicked. Um, that shows he's working hard down the wing. I was um, surprised that he had that few disposals yeah. because I felt like I saw him a lot. I felt like he was involved a lot. Maybe yeah. maybe not with ball in hand, yeah. but he was he was involved. He was around. He was but around for sure. Keep him in the side. We're winning Definitely. games. Keep him yeah. in the side. Give, give, him a, give him a run at it. Give him a shot. Give him, a mo- him an opportunity. Keep him in the side. Has to stay in. I'm happy with him there. Like yeah. it's it's he's still not quite showing what we want him to, what we what we need him to in the future. Yeah. But hopefully it'll come. Give him time. He's doing good things for the moment yeah. and let him build on that. Let's just say a few bit of consistency. Thought Lloyd was good too. Yep. Lloyd, McInerney. You know, Rampy. Or, or Rampy. Tom you know, McCartan. And there, there you go. I think we've named every player on the list now. <laughs> nah, oh. nah, two more. There's one I've got. Haywood. Haywood, he's good one-on-one. Like He just he makes the most of his opportunities, I feel. He doesn't get many, and that's fine because he's probably the sixth best forward in our forward line, and he's a yeah. very good player. Yeah. So he makes the most of his opportunities one-on-one, particularly coming out the back line when he's that option. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Did we have we mentioned that Callum Mills got sixteen tackles? Yeah, I'd like that to is yeah, that's it's, it's crazy. Big, big numbers. That's big crazy. numbers. So the tackle pressure was just insane all day. Mads, anyone else to mention? Uh, there's Harry and there's did we mention Errol? And no, Errol, Errol probably still a little bit down. He is um didn't get a lot of it. Um, but look, had six tackles though. Yeah. So I mean, if F-F-C. you're not gonna if you're not gonna get a hold F-F-C. of it. Tackle. Tackles, absolutely. 100% and Cunningham, great depth. Great yep. depth. Um, he's probably not earning his spot at the moment, but, you know, great depth. But, boys, look, that's 30 minutes of pure glory there. Absolutely great stuff. We've um we've taken the dogs to the cleaners. We manifested it faithful. Um, now, I will just stress, I I don't think we can go to those length, lengths of manifestation every week, but it was so required. Special occasions... Yeah, but how everyone got on a, on board, and it honestly was berserk. It was how that berserk. all worked out. How everything we were talking about tended to happen, um, <laughs> which is probably says uh, a little bit more than we probably have time to go into Dude. tonight. I would have thought, but um, uh, thank you for getting on board. Hundred percent. But we'll be back um, with the social seg right after this. Welcome back to True Bloods, boys. That was bumper. Bumper review of the, the outstanding win, the manifested nah. win <laughs> against the Western Bulldogs. Well deserved. It's so good to beat them too. We, we owe them, them way more than we've dished out to them. Can I say as well, we didn't mention this, but the umpiring is always fucking putrid oh, when we play the doggies. Shit. And on the weekend was no exception. We oh, still pumped them anyway. Did you see that goal in the first quarter that was given away like 40 metres down the ground? Yeah. Like behind the ball, was, there was absolutely you, nothing like in it. Grab. If you stood down there and you watched forwards and defenders together, you could pick thirty goals e- out of that. Even, yeah. even the Channel Seven commentary team said that, so yeah. there, it must have been very obvious. Yep. But boys, we got another bumper social segue. The voice memos are coming through in their droves, boys, in their droves, and we're going to start off with the ever reliable Sorno. Here we go. We've done it, boys. We're back on the winner's list, <laughs> and we've ended the Bulldogs' season. I would not have wanted to end any team's season as much as I wanted to end the Bulldogs' season. It's true. They yes, can get no. stuffed. Pathetic excuse of a club. Pathetic <laughs> fan base. Pathetic coach. Pathetic everything. So, 
Enough of them, though. Let's talk about the Swannies. <laughs> Millsy and Warner doing their thing. Papley, the Energizer Bunny. Would like him to kick a bit straighter, but, you know, he'll, he'll come good eventually in front of goal. He was just about best on ground today. Far out. Joel Amati taking a mark with about seven players in front of him. Unreal. Great return. Ryan Clark is Bailey Dale's dad. <laughs> Reed is a tackling machine. Tell me that nine months ago and it would have blown your brains out. But far out. Those so are big numbers. And you know what? I want to say it. I want to sing it. Na, 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 na. Yeah, it's all done. Na, 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 na. Hey, Jude. Because that's what Sam Reed was playing like today. Up the Swannies. <laughs> and manifestation back well and truly in force. Do we start manifesting a win in the West next week? Of course we do. Up the <laughs> so I reckon Sorno's had a few frothy dingoes there. He's had a few frothies. <laughs> that's a 109. I think he's um, well he, and truly lick it up. Don't drive Sorno. Does, he does like to just incorporate the pipes in wherever he can. Oh, when you've got pipes like that, Absolutely. Matt G, you got to get them out. Absolutely. Get them out him. to the faithful. Uh, we got Maddie Donnelly coming up here. Here we go, Maddie. G'day, boys. What a way to wake up on Saturday morning. How good is it? How good was that? Much, much better performance from our boys. I uh, sat there at the start of the game when that late out was announced, and I said to my mates, Ryan Clark must tag Bailey Dale. Must. He must go straight to him. And what did we see when that ball went up? He went straight to Bailey Dale, and he absolutely gave him a rinse. For mine, boys. For yours. I reckon Ryan Clark was right up there last night with one of the best players on the ground, purely for that matter, because Bailey Dale has been tearing it up over the last four to five weeks. Uh, Chad Warner, take a bow, 25, two goals, 700 metres almost gained after his whatever he racked up last week. It, this this kid is, uh, chuck a seven-year contract in front of him. Fuck off Clayton Oliver. Chuck a seven-year contract in front of Chad Warner and say, mate, you are, you are the future. You are the absolute future of our club. Um, so, yeah, really happy with that, lads. Uh, Freo next week, massive. Um, yeah. Go the bloods. Yeah, huge. It was um there there's the faith that I really kept hard last week from the coach's box. A, a, a call like Ryan Clark to come into the side, that's huge from horse. But that's what we've been asking for. Like you you've gotta just it, 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 deviate from the plan sometimes. Yeah. You know, say let's let's just throw caution to the wind here, boys. Yeah. And that was the the right move. It was always the right move. Yeah, hundred percent. And uh, what what we didn't touch on um either was in that second quarter when the dogs didn't make a bit of a run at us. I thought the way we controlled the tempo of the game was massive. This is we. I messaged you. We we spoke. Yeah. And we said that is what we've been missing because we just chipped it around, chipped it around in the back line. Knew our kicking was good enough to be able to do it. Yeah. And it just took the wind out of their sails. Stem the flow, stem the momentum. Um, and you know, Think of beauty, Deeps. And then they got it to Millsy at the end of the kick that goal on the yep. uh, halftime siren. And, you know, it just set it, it, any wind that the dogs did have in their sails, it took it out. There was, was confidence, it. right? And that's the difference between when we're 
playing like the way we did against Essendon, and when we play the way we did against the Dogs, it's just confidence. We showed it against the Saints as well. Yeah, 100%. We've got Darren Hill here coming through live. Here we go. Hello, boys. Uh, Dazzler. My form uh, has been a little bit inconsistent, like uh, Swans of late. I've gone missing in action, but I'm back just the same as we were on Friday night. Here I am sitting on my pool deck on the Gold Coast in perfect sunshine. Must be nice. Must be nice. And basking in a Friday night victory over the free kick dogs. So uh, one big question that I've got is, has, has Reedy played himself into... This is pretty wild, but has he played himself into first-choice Ruckman? Like, maybe what we can do is give Hickey plenty of time to come good. I think Laddams is kind of maybe a next year. But with his hunger around the contest, I'm starting to think, can Reedy really offer us something as a small, agile, tackling Ruckman? What do you reckon, boys? He is hungry. He's hungry. You can't deny that. You've got to be. Yeah, when, when you're playing for your career like that, for, for, for mine. Boys, for yours, Debs. Not the first choice, Ruckman. I'm going to disagree with Dazzler there, and I don't think he's playing himself into the first choice, Ruckman. Um, but I think... Depth, though. Yeah, 100%. The the second pinch hit, Ruckman, 100%. Um, and I think Hickey's going to be trying to make the most of all his opportunities too, because who knows how long he's going to sort of kick on for. Um, but not first choice for mine. Yeah, no, look, I... I'm, you're not going to find any bigger advocate for Sam Reid than myself. I'm going to claim that title right right here, right now, that yep. I love Sam Reid, and I've been backing him even when... Yeah, you're, you're backing him. him now after he had a big game against no, Melbourne. Yeah, all season, to be all honest, season long. Dave's I've been behind Reid. I haven't heard this before. Yeah. Oh, no, no, It's very nah. fresh to me too, yeah. Mads. All right, well, <laughs> Sam Reid is absolutely unreal, and he's... Rucking has been underrated all year. I would say even when he was bad, his rucking, he actually does ruck quite well, but not the first choice. Yeah, he's got got a a nice sort of tap feel about it. He knows where to get it to the player. Would you say it's that basketball background? Oh, oh, no. (laughs) It could be. Shut up. But no, he, 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 he knows where players are. His awareness is quite good. That's what I would say. We'll jump on to Baylor Wolf. If that is his real name. Yeah. Couple of pointers about this game. Is this the three AM job? Happily, buddy, Beautiful. you need to have a goal kicking session with Plugger because you're not doing something right. Two, Ryan Clark is James Bell just ten times better. <laughs> three, yeah. yep. Joel Amati is the perfect advocate for going back to the VFL and finding a form. He killed it this weekend. It's true. And I hope he does it again this weekend. That's true. Yeah, he killed it killed it for a quarter. The the but the, the presence there and the form that it's coming to have that impact, 100%. It's harder when you're a forward. Yeah, 100%. Especially with a stacked forward line like ours. Yeah. The role changed for him as well. Like when Laddams went down, he had to step up into the pinch hitting Definitely. second role. Definitely. For Reed to take the, the number one role. And I think as well in the VFL, um, he was. One thing he showed is that. He, his accuracy was really good in the VFL. Yeah. Right. And that's like that. And accuracy is a big thing in the game at the moment. Right. Yeah. And he had that in the VFL. And I don't know if I was ready for him to actually come back to the to the ones 
watching him in the VFL, but his accuracy was something that always held up. Yep. And so it's good to see he's you know executing an AFL Execute. level too. Yeah, absolutely. We'll jump across to the gram for just the the last of Friday night stuff. We got Jimmy Dunlop here. Guys, I wanted to get in nice and early for my uh, voice note for the potty this week. Good boys, just fresh off the win after watching that one. How bloody fantastic was that? We absolutely demolished them. It was just awesome. We were just we held up with the four quarter performance. It was it was the power of manifestation, and we um we absolutely romped it in. And I really wanna I wanna make a mention to a, to a couple of things that we did incredibly well. I mean. Number one was our tackling pressure. We were back to that white hot standard that we that we know where we make the other team nervous with the ball. He's I think right. the end tackle score now, I, I think I'm correct on this, but I don't know for sure, was about 88 to 63, which is just absolutely awesome. Reckon and we were close. just white hot and they looked nervous. And putting Sam Reid in the ruck against Tim English as well, kudos to him. He did a fantastic job. Absolutely awesome. Best Friday night. Up the bloods. Yeah, beautiful, you, Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, it was, it was good. Um, th- that tackle pressure is insane. Um, that's a, ha- a very hard thing to keep up to that level. Um, but if we get sort of three quarters of that every week, when we're not losing too many games, and that's what we need to take into the game over in the West. Absolutely. Uh, that is the blueprint, Debel. We've got Wayne Wardale. Wardle. 11 o'clock Friday night. Friday night. Wayne Hey boys. Why not? Long time listener, first time caller. Welcome. How good was the fucking win tonight? That first quarter was some of the best football I've ever seen in my life this year. So good. My whack of the week is Papley, the smear, Tommy, boots. (laughs) What the fuck's going wrong with his kicking? Get me his boots and fuck him off. Besides that, boys, keep up the good work with this podcast. I love this shit. Yeah, good on you, legend. Um, yes, Wayne. It's uh, it's between the years. We we know uh, Paps has got it in him. He's he's a pure kick when he kicks the ball, and his technique's relatively good. Um, you you can you know it's an in between the ears thing when you're running into an open goal like he was. Um, you know, in that second or third quarter when he got out the back like he tends to do sometimes. But I think he's just got got the yips, and um, hopefully it's just a stage. And Big it, time. It, it'll um yeah, it'll work its way out of his game. I'm confident. It'll absolutely in. sort itself out, won't it? Yeah, like, he's playing well. He's yeah, playing exactly. It's going to come, and then when it does, gee, he turns into some type of player. I loved how Buddy gifted him that one. The snap around yeah, the corner just to get yeah, him going. That was so good. Going. 100%. Yep. I love that too, man. It's really well picked up. Um, now, I have got Liam Giller. Big Liam. This is back on, this is on Saturday now. Liam yep. Giller. Can I get a oh yeah, oh. That was absolutely <laughs> brilliant. My man. God. Jesus. Four quarters. Pressure elite. Better than elite. Um, everyone came to play. Terrific. Um, Amadi, the party was unbelievable. Reed, fantastic in the ruck. Pappy, whoever called for him to have 24 or 25 and three goals, he nearly did it. So that person invited him to the party. Oh, he came to the party. Um, super effort. Now just got to back it up next week. Let's go. Down the bloods. Yeah, the old hoia. That's a bit of a TikTok trend. Oh, that is one. it? Ah, okay. Yeah, boys, it's, there you go. That's why it's gone over keep, my head. Just to hey. keep, keep you boys in the loop. Well, you're, you're the age group, Noah. That's, yeah, but not for me, though. Yeah. Not for you. Uh, no, not you, TikTok. 100%. But that's where that one comes in. <laughs>
But now, this is uh, this is a good one. Oh, a bit of a build-up. Yeah, uh, got me pumped. There's, there's a couple. There's a couple of parts to this. Right. He's a, a favourite. Oh, favourite of the show. Georgie Molnar. Georgie, Georgie Molnar. My, my favourite, I reckon. Yeah, I love this guy. Good on you, Georgie. I'm watching the armchair experts and they're talking <laughs> about how the Swans best and worst is the biggest in the AFL. Now they know it. We're finally getting the AFL like, getting the <laughs> recognition, boys. And then he... Um... <laughs> And then he, <laughs> and then he came back. I think he was still watching the armchair experts, or he was just—he was too excited to sleep. Yeah, uh, Georgie. Things I noticed um, when Laddams went down with an injury, um, Sam Reed, Sam Reed hard tagged um, Tim English. He like hard tagged him, like he was tagging him for the whole. What wherever Laddams got injured, he was tagging him for the whole time. It was clear what we wanted to do going forward. It was just get the ball into the forward line as quick as possible. From centre clearances, from stoppages. I think those were the two most obvious things I could see out there. And and that's so true. Yeah. Because it was literally just get the ball forward. Yeah, it was. But it was a clear, concise movement. It wasn't bombing. It was get someone free and deliver it quickly into the forward line. Now, this was today at 2.33am to wrap up the trilogy of George Georgie Mulder. Georgie Mulder. <laughs> oh. uh, merchandise idea, boys. Hey. <laughs> yep. Ryan Clark fan club t-shirts and jumpers. That oh, that would be amazing. Oh, that would put you with, like, oh, top <laughs> brands, you know? Like your Amazons and your, your big brands and your Googles. Like, I love it. Everyone would buy it. You'd, you'd walk on the streets and you'll see Ryan Clark fan club. Ryan Clark goat. Just anything Ryan Clark. Greatest Swans player of all time. We might have to bring him on to the uh, the advertising uh, I love that. aspect of the business, Mads. 2.30am on a Tuesday <laughs> morning. On. It's come to him right there. That's it. And he's, I've got to tell true. You've got to tell so the boys. Bad. We need Ryan, we love Ryan Clark. We man. love that. We do. We absolutely now, love that. I don't know if Bryce will want us playing his... Uh, his voice note, but Bryce was bloody happy. He it was his birthday during the week, and he went to the footy and celebrated the win. And he uh, he's very boisterous, but yeah, good on you, Bryce. We love that stuff, mate. Happy birthday, Bryce. Happy birthday, Bryce. The Saffa Swanee. The Saffa Swanee. Saffa Swanee. The yes. self-dubbed Saffa Swanee. Yes. Um. Now we're on to uh, was a culture the bloods. That's what it's all about. Boy, oh boy. Performance from the boys. Got his intro. Definitely a party at the SCG on Friday night. The boys showed hardness, discipline and relentlessness. The big challenge is backing that performance up over in the City of Lights. For mine, the Eagles paddle bum should be a real talking point. Took the game by the scruff of the neck. The nine tackles and pressure acts he had were fierce. Pump for this week, boys. Up the bloods. On your Wazza. Yes, Wazza. We love that. Very good stuff. Very, Very good. good stuff. Oh, you know what we've got? Who have we got? Smithies. Smithies. Beautiful. 
G'day, True Bloods. It's Smithy. Uh, it's Smithy. 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 Well, I said last week I wondered which ones were going to rock up this week. Well, hey, we got the Bloods. We didn't get the Spuds, thank <laughs> God. And we finally found that sword and put it to the put it to the free kick Bulldogs. Yeah, we chopped them up. Great all-round team effort. Anyway, I wanted to touch on the coaching. I, for one, think at times that maybe Mr Longmire's getting a little bit tired, but some master strokes on the weekend. You know, Papley spending so much time in the centre. Um, that was fabulous. Loved it. Uh, the extra play around the ball-ups, around the ground, it really worked a treat. Uh, Millsy spending a bunch of time running off the wing. Fantastic. And uh, and Clark, he was all over Dale. It was over him like a bloody... Cardi from Nana. Anyway, <laughs> master strokes. So anyway, look, on to next week. Let's see how we go. Yeah, really good, Smithy. Smithy. Love, love that. Oh, I, was, I didn't know where that was going all over him. Like, and yeah, Nana's Cardi. Got, got a good punchline. I liked it. We might jump over onto the old social question. And geez, Mads, this was some of your best stuff, mate. I was very impressed. Well, thank with you, Debs. Um, the creative now oh, here at uh, True Bloods trees. HQ, you are, Mads. I'll tell you what. Come to I, the absolute um, four today, you have. I was, I was under the pump and I've gone, I had it in the back of my head. I'm like, got to get this social thing out. So it was the first thing that popped into my head. So thank you for the kind words, Dable. Noah, you can read it out. You've got it up there. Oh, I do. But I was also commenting. Oh, we'll get to that. Hashtag Ask the Faithful. Bloody hell, last Friday night was sensational. But it's a new week and we just have to keep winning. I hate to sound like a broken record, Mads, but it's true. Frio have been sensational this year. They sit third on the ladder and have been an extraordinarily tough opponent at home. What do you think What do you think the keys to this game are? Let's make it simple. Three questions, lads. What do we need to keep doing? What do we need to start doing? And what do we need to stop doing? Best answers to be featured on tonight's body. You know, that's a bit of a corporate sort of thing, Dable. You know, the, what is it? The, Keep doing, start doing, doing, stop doing. You know, he's just presented in the boardroom. Yeah, everybody drinks a bit of Kool Aid, and then you, uh, you know, it's just kick around in suits and come together around important. the, the yeah. committee room table yeah. and say, <laughs> "What's going on? What are we doing well? What aren't we doing well?" They they like to think of themselves of a, as footy teams. In bit the, of a bit of a SWOT analysis in the, the you know the uh, what are what are the words the Your indicators and yeah K- KPIs KPIs yeah, that'd be yeah it. that's it yeah yeah we but just it, determine our our um. Bonuses while we're there, we'll write them up ourselves. <laughs> exactly pay right. ourselves out nice on the end of the financial year. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. These big four blokes know I'm not, not for not, working men sure. like us, Steve's Not for working I'm men just like not us. Sure, mate. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> we'll throw uh, throw back to you, Mads. Um, I think there's a few voices on the old Facebook there for there you. There are. There are. Uh, I hope. Hopefully, hopefully Georgie Molnar sent through another one. I don't think he has. Uh, we got Scalesy. Scalesy. Here we go. Boys, faithful. How good was that response last Friday? Definitely set up the weekend to enjoy that one. And seriously, I can Chad Warren is my favourite player. He actually just breaks packs, gets the ball, kicks at 50. Absolutely just love him at the moment. What about all that positivity from the media? Actually, come to think about, there was nothing. Dogs this, dogs that, injuries, yada, yada, yada. That's why we love the potty. And also, I love how Horse has given Reed a role. Just that sort of that back up, and he actually took on that tall bloke. What's his name? English or whatever? I don't know. Anyway, maybe some of the Sydney faithful can give us an update. The crowd was only 22,000, which seemed a bit low. Was it the weather or something? Anyway. 
Anyway, I'm off to do a bit of manifesting. Um, thinking about Papley kicking straight this week over in Frio. Anyway, up the bloods. How's man? I'm like, yeah, we're done with the other ones. On to the social questions. Scalesy <laughs> just straight into Friday night. Um, here we go. We've got Ethan Romerall. Big Ethan. Ethan Romerall. Consistent Afternoon, faithful. Good afternoon. Hey, I know. Go. I've seen a lot of people putting up how proud they were of last week's performance, but I'm not as proud as most other people because... I want to see that consistently. I want to see that every week. Bang on. If we're not putting that up consistently, then I'm not going to say what's the point because it's good that we get wins like that, but we need to do it on a weekly basis because well, you're not going to win the grand final if you don't if you don't put up that performances like that on a weekly basis. But this week is absolutely massive. Frio have been fantastic this year. And they and they have they're they're in third spot for a reason. Let's be honest. So it's absolutely huge. Over at Optus, let's put a big score on the Frio Frio Dockers and show that we are a force to be reckoned with this year. Because as I said, consistency, boys. We need to keep this going now. Yeah, hundred percent. I think that'll show where we're at. If we can put a score on the Dockers, they're known for their defensive nows. If we can show the the impact that Handy. we can have up forward, that'll show how we're going. That It's going to be a good indicator this week. Definitely. I like Definitely. that he's brought us back as well, right? He said, okay, I'm not as excited, you know, as everyone else. I, I get that and I like yeah. that because, look, this podcast can be a little bit, you know, whenever there's a win, the lid is straight off. And uh, look, it May is. we keep we'll it win on. the flag. I know that. I think, but, um, we keep it well, on. This... But it, it's when you when you talk about it, it does get exciting. Of course, of course, of course. The, but um, the, um, good. The, it all comes back to it's never as bad as it seems and it's never as yeah, good as it exactly seems. Right. It's golden important, rule. It's Common a, theme. Really important to keep that into in perspective. Otherwise, you just crack the sads when you get done the next week. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly right. Uh, Joshua Holt. Holy. Good afternoon, gents. Trust you're all well. We are. Uh, for mine, it's a simple equation. We find consistency. We're a top four side. If we play more of the footy we played against the Dogs and less of the crap we played against Essendon, I think we're a top four team. Uh, we've got a good run home as well after this week, which power of manifestation, swans by three goals, getting in early this week, boys. But yeah, after that, good run home, possible top four target. Also, just a quick Stretch watch of the target. week for the Melbourne media. Did the Swans not play on the weekend? <laughs> All I've seen is how crap the dogs were and not a single mention of the Swannies' elite pressure. Uh, thanks, boys. Can't wait for the potty. Keep up the good work. Yeah, Joshy, that's a stock standard procedure after we win. Um, but that's why you you tune into this potty, mate. You get your Swannies fix here. And I think you got Hopsy just under that one as well, Mads. Yep, I do. Hit, hit us up with the... the, 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 the. Oh boy. Just with Hopsy. Oh, boy. Just with Hopsy. Not cutting that. <laughs> Here's Hops. At True Bloods Faithful, Tops here. Oh, boy, oh, boy, can we manifest. I tell you what, I have never manifested so hard. I actually had a migraine. But <laughs> I'm manifesting away. I'm manifesting this weekend. Ryan Clark, he takes out uh, Brayshaw or Fife. Papley running through the centre. It's eventually going to work. He's going to kick his four goals one. He's going to turn it around. Heens, love his work. Millsy and Reed, oh boy, oh boy, I tell you what, Reed's turned his career around and I just freaking love it. 
come on, boys. Get me up and about this weekend up the Swannies. Yeah, good on your Hopsy. Yes, Hopsy. Really good. Can I say, halfway through that, I realised that before when I was talking about Brayshaw down back, I was thinking of his brother, yeah. not him. So That's why I was sort of, I'm pretty sure he's a harsh yeah. midfielder. Yeah, no, he's was, a midfielder. Yeah, he's absolutely a midfielder. Bang. Apologies, faithful. Yeah. Bang. I, I tried um, to fish it out. Yeah, but I still... <laughs> you saw I was going I, there, I, did you? I, I don't watch too much Freo, but I'm sh- pretty sure he's been like bulk posies every week but in I the guts. Still, mm. I still kind of like... I like Ryan Ford of centre, you know? Clark, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Ryan, is it now? Ryan. <laughs> don't know Ryan. Ryan. I don't know Ryan. Ryan. But <laughs> that's uh, Lowie. You got Lowie. Lowie? Yeah, we've got a minute and 36 seconds of yeah. Lowie. Condense that down, yeah, well, Lowie. About a minute is primal uh, voice note conditions. Hey, boys. Alan here, or Lowie, as you affectionately <laughs> known as. I love it. Um, how good was the game on the weekend? Just want to kind of touch on how shit the Bulldogs are. Um, I like that. They've mm. never finished in the top four. The only time that they've actually been able to get into and win a grand final Um was, you know, just asked their way through four weeks of, of good footy. And then in 2016, fucking fairy tale finish that the umpires bought into as well. Yeah, and, absolutely. You know, we, we saw how often they were dropping the ball or throwing the ball out. And, you know, let's not get started down that road. But they are genuinely shit team with a shit system and a coach with a shit haircut and shit moustache. <laughs> um, in terms of the Ask the Faithful question, uh, we need to keep, you know, Get Lizard running through the middle. Um, we noticed it was pretty obvious this time, um, the game against the Bulldogs, that other players were getting him the ball and shepherding for him to, to run through the corridor. So hopefully that's a, a game plan that they're going with. Um, we need to keep doing. We need to start kicking the goals between, um, the kicking the ball between the big sticks. I was at the um, open training this morning in, in Sydney and they were shocking even in practice as well. So, Ooh. you know, Snaps, check sides, drop punts. They were missing everything. Yeah, right. So they genuinely just need to get better at the goal kicking. And once they straighten that up, I reckon we're going to be pretty good to finish up the rest of the year. Um, Keep up the good work, boys. Thanks. Thanks, Lowy. Thanks, Um, thanks, Alan. Jeez. Thanks, Alan. (laughs) (laughs) That um, that concerns you, doesn't it? It does. It's not a good thing to hear. Obviously, pre-game, someone was watching Paps as well. Missed a lot. And then they're missing a lot at training, but um, it's not what you want. It's not what you want to hear, but hopefully they're getting the bad ones out. I've got um, another confession to make on that as well. Um, I was watching the game with my lovely partner Nikita as well on the weekend, and um, obviously Papley missing many shots at goal. Um, she starts complaining about how he, she thinks he's not working hard enough at goals, and and I'm like, I'm like, come on, settle down. Are they down. putting in the work? It's obvious. Like he's kicking badly. He's obviously working on it at training. All right. Now to hear this is bad news for me. I hope she doesn't listen to the podcast <laughs> this week. Yeah, but you know she will. She will. I think she might. 100%. Um, but it is concerning. It is. It's not what you want to hear. Definitely not. But uh, we might jump into a few um, of the social question Ooh. responses, boys. Yes, I reckon please. so. We might get Mads over on the facey. I'm already on there. Beautiful. Noah, I got the gram. Noah on the gram, and I'll switch in between the two. Uh, have you got one there, boys? I do. I'm on. I'm ready go to go. Yep. I've got one that um, I've actually already replied to this comment myself on my personal account because I wasn't happy, and oh, I'm going to have to bring this up. So, Gee whiz. Sam Deegs. Deegs. Sam Deegs. Think everyone needs to calm down on Clark being a genuine tagger. Bad start. <laughs> He's played as a defensive half forward for two weeks only. I like him in the team, 
but think Mills or Rowie as a run with is a better option through the midfield going forward. Yeah, okay. That's, that's kind of what I'm what I'm saying as no, well. I understand that, but it's a bad time to be saying anything anti-Ryan Clark. That is This is true. a steam train. His stocks are high at the moment. <laughs> Very, Very high. high. You are Sam Deegs, you are on the wrong side of history at the moment. <laughs> be careful. <laughs> be careful. That's a really, you're pulling at heartstrings in yeah. here, Dixie. <laughs> I do, careful, I do tend to agree, though. Yeah. I do tend to agree. It's, um, look, it's, it's a tagging role. Um, we, we've got to see him on a midfielder, see how he executes, and then uh, proof will be in the so pudding. So that, that might be this week. Yeah, exactly right. I'll go with Zaino Art. Um, does some great stuff on Twitter, Zaino, and his artwork is fantastic. So jump onto his page and have a squeeze. Uh, he goes, need to keep that pressure up from last week and stick the tackles all game. Need to start finding the middle of the sticks regularly, and we need to stop letting teams back into the game when we get a good starts. Um, obviously not on the weekend, but it has been a theme um, throughout the year. So always good stuff from Zane. Got one from Weary Connell. Weary. For mine, boys. For yours. We need to keep playing four quarters of consistent switched on footy. We need to start playing tempo footy and slow things down to ugly 05 bloods footy when we needed, when the momentum wave is going against us. We need to stop rushing shots at goal and bombing it long out of defence without looking when under pressure. Doesn't that just kill you? It does. Doesn't it just? Because it always comes back. It always it comes straight it back. Does. Got another one there, Noah? I don't yet. I'll, no, go with, I'll go with AFL underscore legend underscore 29. Writes himself. Oh, yeah. He does. He Love looks it. like he does it. What does he do? I'm just jumping on his profile. I think he's got a bit of a YouTube channel, that type of stuff, so... Just a, a young guy out there hustling, Mads. Hustling. We, we love to see it. We he, love it. He goes, last week against the Bulldogs, we did pretty much everything right, I thought. The other, other than a little inaccurate with 17 goals, 18. But I feel we'll need to bring the heat again and definitely need to win the contested possession and clearances like last week if we're going to beat Freo as they're one of the best teams in the comp. Yep. Love it. Lucy Redden. Big Luce. Fan, big fan of the show. We're a big fan of hers. The only change I want to see is smarter decision in the opposition's 50. The compromising handballs and turnarounds from it can be dangerous, especially when we're under pressure. Let's fucking go. You know what? That one, it's like when we're at our worst, it's bad. But we actually, when we're at our best, it's obviously that thing we've spoken about heaps. We actually, those risky things we do in the back line, um, when we're at our best, work out really well. Yep. It's high risk, high reward, really, it isn't is. it? It is. It's a bit of the way we're playing at the moment. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, sure. Now, I've got Cal Sullivan here. Um, boys, need to keep giving the ball to the Chad. Need to start beating Chad the ball, in, in brackets, even more. <laughs> need to stop not giving Chad the ball and just let the GOAT <laughs> Do goat things. It's yeah. true. He's playing some unbelievable footy. You're getting a like on that comment <laughs> from me. I'll go with Marshall Hennessy. A Marshall. Big Marsh, he says. If we're going to beat Freo, it's simple. Keep up the pressure axe. Start kicking straight. Stop dropping our guard for a quarter or two each game, and we get the win. Very good. See James Howison. Make sure Buddy gets a VIP party ticket. He loves playing in WA. He does. And could get off the chain. Four quarters of effort will do nicely and everyone play their role. A few celebrations from Paps and we win. 
Yeah. He does love a bit of Optus Stadium, he does, doesn't he? We Loves typically it. play well over there. Um, He's kicked eight there before. Especially against um, on Optus. I like us there. But it's funny enough, we've lost the last three against Frio. Yep. That's a bit That's interesting yeah. over there. Yeah, so, even when they weren't quite as good, they yeah, still had something games. on us. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So another one of those bogey sides that we tend to have um, at the moment. But it, we've got no issue with Optus, wide wings. Um, Love it's it. going to suit our game. Yep, absolutely. Does that about wrap us up, That boys? about wraps us up. That's bumper. That's 34 minutes of uh, <laughs> social engagement, which we love. But we'll Phenomenal. be back. Oh, yeah. We will be back right after this to preview uh, the Frio game Saturday night. You know what I love, Mads? What do you love, Deeps? I love the Swannies. Oh, so do I. You know what I hate, Mads? What do you hate? Is how no one talks about it. Oh, doesn't it just kill you? Now, Faithful, I need you to jump on your socials. We're on your Instagrams. We're on your Facebooks. So jump on there and give us a follow. If you listen on Spotify, follow and rate five stars. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, rate five stars and leave us a glowing review. The Faithful support is what makes this potty what it is. Speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies. Welcome back to True Bloods. Boys, Saturday Night Contest. This Saturday, seven thirty, over in the over in the West. It's almost a Saturday night Grenache hour. It is for Perth Saturday. Look, that was my um go to on the weekend. Was a a bottle of red watching the Swannies. Did on you Friday stay? Night. I did. I did. That's good. Yeah, it was good. It was nice uh, conditions inside. Um, really good spectacle. The Friday night game is Mads, and I think it's going to be as good on Saturday night as well. I think so. Have to choose a different weapon of choice this week. I think you reckon? Had the old Smithies? Uh, what do you reckon? Uh, uh, what, I had the old Cab Sav Penfolds. A nice uh, gift. That I got for my birthday. I was going to say, I mean, you don't just put any no. bottle up on Instagram no. number, I can tell you yeah, that much. I a, did see this, it? yeah. Like, it was a $100 bottle. I'm, yeah. not, I'm, not, I'm not a $100 bottle guy. Did like, it, did it taste not, like a $100 bottle? It did. It was nice. Decanted it. Really came oh, to life. Oh, you li- have to really, it. really came to life after about an hour, boys. It was yeah. uh, really full-bodied. The Cab Sav, it was really nice. Absolutely. I've Tannins, got no idea flavors. Did you have a few sniffs? Yeah, oh, absolutely. You've got yeah. to get the aromas going. Yeah, it was really nice. That's so good. Highly suggest. Okay. All right. So Go down to Liquorland. Liquorland. Liquorland, absolutely. I'll Treat yourself. There. But, boys, let's get back to the game that is a, another must-win clash on um, Saturday are. night. They yep. all are from they there. All You're 100% are. right. But if we keep winning, um, you know, the rest sorts itself out absolutely. very, very easily. But Frio are in some sort of form, boys. They are. This is absolutely true, and I quite like Frio. They play very similar to us. Yep. They've got a strong back line, and they've got a high-pressure midfield, and that's yep. based, That's what we are, yep. right? They've got. They don't match us in the forward line, yeah, which is which is a good thing. Yeah, look, I think they they their back defense is probably a little bit stronger and more consistent than ours. Yeah, um, that's where they've really been able to sort of assert themselves on the competition. Is keeping teams to low scores, but are they going to be able to do that against the likes of Heaney? Buddy, Papley, Sam Reed, Haywood, you know, all it's, these guys, Armadi, you know, we're going to stretch them up forward. It's underrated how stacked our forward line stacked. is. Stacked. Mm. So much firepower oh, yeah. there. Now, do you want do you want to be as tall in it, this game? Yeah, if it's dry, 100%. Yeah. Like, no yeah. doubt. No it really doubt. didn't hurt. Yeah, it, you, you're so right. It's all weather dependent when you're tall. Yeah, I think we've got enough of the, like, Haywood's sort of that in-between height. You know, he can crumb yeah, the ball. it's us. Papley's up there. Um, no doubt. I, I don't think um, I see, like, Wicks or anything like that coming in into the side. It's, um, 
yeah, we, we've got the ability to stretch them up forward. So hopefully we can do that with quick ball movement. Um, you know, get it in nice and high to those guys. Buddy's found a new lease, as we said, on contested marking. And that's where we're going to win this game, as you always do, putting big scores on the board. But, you know, breaking down that defense that has been so reliable this year. I'd love to see more tempo footy because they can they can run and gun as, as good, good as, as we, we can. can. Yeah. Mm. So just we need to slowing it. it down, controlling the game, having it on our terms, that would show that we're really ready to go to this next level. If we're able to string two wins together and do it in a way that's not, you know, get, get it done easily. Get it done three or four goals, yep. right? Control the game, play it on our terms, as I said. That just shows that we're we're going up a level, yeah. you know? Yeah. And that's what I really want to see. I think the biggest concern for us, and I think I saw this against the, even the doggies on the weekend, right? Our our delivery when we go forward, we were lucky we had a Marty in those first two big marks he took. Yeah. When the game slows down, we don't really score. Now, we need to be able to slow it down to stop them from scoring. But at the same time, we really struggle to score when the game's slow and we've got the ball. When yeah. the defense gets back, we struggle. And I, I feel that it held true even against the Dogs. We scored with speed, right? Um, there were good moments where we were able to overcome that as well. Um, you know, Heaney's special work up forward. But I think that's going to be a challenge. I think we need to focus on that for the rest of the year. Yeah, it's all about keeping moving up forward. Don't get stagnant um, and, yeah, execute that kick inside 50 and that's how you overcome it. I feel like if you're patient enough, and I'm not a football coach by any stretch of the imagination, no, but I feel like if you're you're patient enough and you control the footy and you possess the footy for long periods of time, the corridor ends up opening up anyway. Yeah. And then you can slice and dice. You know mm. what I mean? You just wait for your time. It's not going to be on all the time. And that's the problem. That's when we get caught out the back when we try and go through the corridor when it's just yeah. not on. Yeah, the, right? bad, yeah. the bad turnover, right? But what is so important is the territory battle. We've seen it the last two weeks. That third quarter against the Dons, we just had bulk territory. We just kept putting it in there, just didn't execute like we should. It, we're doing a really good job at keeping the ball inside that 50, and th- that's crucial to scoring as well, is just keeping the ball up there, work that, like, work that defense and break it down, and you know eventually the, the opportunities are going to come. And it's like anything in life. If you do something enough times, yeah. eventually you're going to the, get the there. The damn wall's going to break. It's got to happen. Now, boys, we've talked about one matchup in... Uh, Ryan Clark going to Andrew Brayshaw. Yes. Now, I think not that, Angus. Not Angus Brayshaw, no, but Andrew, no. Brayshaw. Andrew Brayshaw. Yeah. Um, I think that's a, a no-brainer, and I think that's what's going to happen, is Clark's going to go to him. So that's going to be a big test for him playing on, on a genuine midfielder. I think the other uh, matchup that I'd like to see is when Fife goes into the middle, Luke Parker plays one-on-one. Yeah, head-to-head. Head-to-head. Sure. And then when Fife drifts forward, Rampy gets him coming down. Yep. I think that's sort of how you negate um, you know, the two-time Brownlow medalist in, in that fight. Definitely. Rampy's the, easily the most athletic in our uh, defensive 50, yep. and he's the only one who can possibly stop yep. Nat Fife if he goes forward. Now... Tommy McCartan's going to have a huge job on Rory Lobb. Massive. Has got the hold of us a couple of times and tends to play play good games. Yeah. T-Mac, big invitation. That's my invitation this I week. I like Massive. Yeah, Tom, like Tommy that. McCartan, time to take Rory Lobb out of the game and say that's why you're leaving Frio because you're shit. Yeah, yep. absolutely. 
get uh, take him to the cleaners, mate. Really big opportunity for Tommy, and I'm going to be watching him hard. That's um that's where my invitation goes this week. I like that. Um, I do feel though that with the Ryan Clark, um, you know what we're feeling about Ryan Clark for this yeah. match. I think I would much prefer just him stick in the forward line. If yeah. Brayshaw's in the middle, let him go head-to-head with Mills like the way Mills did with... I think he went head-to-head with Libba, maybe, yeah. on the weekend. And what he about did a, Rowie? Did a great job. Rowie could do it. What Rowie about Rowie? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, look, I've got faith in those boys. There's no doubt. So Keep Ryan in the forward line, is what I'm saying. So you're going to sort of... He's going to look at you know Nathan Wilson types, yep. you know, coming off that half-back line. The guys who just like to sort of lope out of that forward line and be the distributor. Yeah, you're seeing his role specifically there. Yes. Yeah. 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 I agree. I It'd feel. be interesting. It's um. Jordan Clark does damage. Yes. Yes. He's um. He's you know he gets around the ball a bit when he's down back. Was he? Yeah. Was he extra long? Extra long. Yeah. Exactly long. right. Yeah. He was a bit 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 weak at Geelong, but then really stood up when he got to Frio. Yep. That's uh, um. Yeah, I think that's. I think you're you're onto something. Mm. I don't that could know. Be the I just I just think it might be biting off a little bit more than. Ryan can chew. Yeah, but th- this guy is probably leading the brown though. That's like yeah. that's it. That's how well this guy's going. Well, it's like can... a, a, and know what you have not heard it once this year. A tagger going to Andrew Brayshaw. Or you, you know what you can do. You can try it, but I'd want them to make the change bloody quickly if it isn't working. Yeah, mm. you know. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah, yeah. not well, something is, that we've historically been. Yeah, able this is to the do. thing. If it, if it doesn't work, it you got to make a change, especially if we're behind on the scoreboard. It's like. You've got to stop worrying about the tag and trying to win the game. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah it's got to be right from the coach's box. But as, as we saw last week, they were smack bang on when they when they needed to be. Yeah. Boys, I think Nick Blakey can really get off the chain yep. this, this week. I think the uh, – I know it's not that much larger than the SCG, but it just always feels less clogged up there, and yep. I feel like he'll be able to get space and, and move. I think this is going to be a real – corridor battle and I think we're going to be able to slice and dice them a fair amount of times. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Uh, it's, um, you know, the Liz has shown so much this year and if he can rocks up and keeps doing work rate with Liz, um, if he can, you know, that the boys are trying to get it into his hands and he, his decision making is really good uh, and, and his left foot when he gets it going is bloody damaging. 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 Disposal. Absolutely. But yeah, we love what the Liz is doing. Of course, of course. Um, um, now, yeah. Sorry, Noah. No, go ahead. I see a big issue with Sean Darcy. I was just about to go there myself. Thank you. Yeah, uh, yeah. Dominant. He's dominant. He's a big figure. I think Tom Hickey is not a great matchup against him. Yeah. To be honest, he's what too wiry. That? He's too wiry. Sean Darcy is all power. Brute. Like yeah, Draper, he's brute force. Similar to Draper against yeah. Essendon. Yeah. Draper Monster Hickey. I love Tom Hickey. Yeah. Let me make that absolutely clear if I haven't for the last two years. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. But I just, it's a different type of Ruckman. Yeah. Right? It, He's a wrecking ball. He is. He really so we, is. I don't think we've got the, the Ruckman to do. We don't. To match up. So, so that's Hickey's got to do the best that he can. He does. and But I think he's going to have to have a lot I, of help. I think he's got to be aware of sort of what happened in that Essendon game too. You hope that's getting spoken about, the, how he can, you know, nullify the influence of a big-bodied Ruckman. Yeah. It's, um, you know, he hasn't played heaps of footy, Hick. It's uh, especially been in and out. His game's inconsistent because, you know, of the injuries he's had, that type of thing. Of course, so, yeah. 
Look, yeah, it's a big job. It's a big task for Hick, but we'll back him in. Back him in 100%. I do think I would actually go the other way, though. And maybe there's some faithful out there that agree with me. Maybe. Help me out in the comments, guys. But I think Hickey is particularly good at absorbing some of those bigger um, Ruckman. I could be wrong, but that's just my gut feeling. That I, I feel like I've seen him. Well, his work around the ground's great. Yeah, but get, I'm just he gets I'm, monstered in that I'm, contest. I'm basing it off recent history. That's yeah. all. Yeah, okay. but but yeah. He, he can nullify that with yeah. his. If he, he's the one picking up the the hard ball and the contested ball in the clearance, which he does he's that well, done, which he's he does done. It so well, yeah. they, that gets it done as well. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's just about competing and really breaking even. No, yeah. we're backing him in. Yep. No, hundred percent. Boys, predictions. What do we think? We always tip the Swannies. Swans four goals. Swans three three goals. I'll go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I quickly just bring up? And I, I don't mean to take up too much of the too much of our time here, but I go and watch the footy with my uncle a fair bit. Yeah. Um, What's your uncle, uncle's name? Uncle Roddy. Roddy, Roddy. Uncle Rod. Rocket Rod. Shout out. Yeah, absolutely. He. My dad's name's Rocket Rod as well. Really? There you go. Yeah, there you go. A couple of rods. There you go. Um, so him and actually my cousin, his son Charlie, um, they have this thing before every match where it's always doom and gloom. It is, we are going to lose. We are going to lose by 100 this week. Anti-manifesting. I have even, if I could get my text up with uh, with Uncle Rod from uh, the Friday night. I, think I don't I'd... mind that because then if the, if the result is the complete opposite, you're like, oh, how good's that? Yeah, Didn't expect that. It just goes against what we've been doing, It, does. it, it does. does. I know it does, but I thought I'd bring it up because it is so Please. contrasted yep. to what we do yep. here. I message him on Friday throughout the day um, just to see what's the guys. I say to him, footy tonight. He says, you bet. I go, what time you want us over? He's like, I'm making wraps around this time, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, sounds good. I need family support tonight. The Swans are killing me with this inconsistency. He goes, sorry, mate, we lose. <laughs> just, <laughs> just blunt. It. Just blunt as. Sorry, mate, we lose. I get there. He's like, don't you even start talking. We're going to win. We're going to win this. No, nah, no chance. And we come out and win. And a barrel just... of laughs, Uncle uh, Rocket Rod <laughs> right. sounds like he's, he's an absolute doomer we'll, with this stuff. We'll but... work him into some positivity, there's no <laughs> doubt. But while we've got the faithful listening, boys, we might just uh, give a quick plug to the jumper competition that we've got running at the moment. Please yes. do, now two, it... two of the three captains... Yes, we've got big ramps and uh, Millsy as well. Sign jumper up there to win. So uh, it's pinned at the top of both the Instagram and the Facebook page. And all you have to get on there is uh, tag a friend and make sure they follow the page. Um, and you go into the competition to win that jumper. Um, the more tags, the more chances to win. So faithful, make sure you jump in on that. And um, I believe chance to win a, a jumper. Sydney Swans chick on Instagram is leading by a while. So yeah, she's got, got a few tags got on there. Good tag. Big shout out. But make sure you jump in on there and uh, tagging. And you, who wouldn't want to win that jumper, boys? It's grouse. Yeah. Quality. Get that framed up. That's a that's a piece that you have for life. So. And look, faithful, I um I tried to ask the boys if they could rig this th- uh, for me, so I would win it, and I'd walk away with. It, but they didn't let me, so I can assure you the competition is free and fair. Oh, absolutely, hundred percent, boys. Well, mate, that's a that's really big from from you guys. This pod it's has a been big, big. It's a pod. big pod. There's a lot of content in there, and boys, don't we just love some good footy content? Do we love some good adore it. Um, now, a couple of things. Yep. Rising Sun, twenty third of July. Twenty third of July, Mads, and. You and I, we came together during the week, and we think we're going to put on a bit of a bar tab there as well. There will be. There will be a tab, so we're going to put on a best dressed. 100%. We're going to put a couple hundred on the bar, um, so come down for a beer with the boys. Um, the True Bloods Faithful would be good to get plenty down there. We've booked in the upstairs. 
um, for for as many as many as we want. So as, we'll all watch the game, have a few beers. Yeah, be beautiful. Good. And hopefully the people who have ordered merchandise, we may have it on us um, that Thursday or Friday pre that game. So that's fingers crossed for that. We're not too sure. Yep. Um, but yeah, we're booked in for the riser. So some some. Exciting things good happening stuff. here at uh, True Please Buds. get down. Please get down. So because... nah, that, that'll be good. You know, the Saturday afternoon um, game against the Crows. Every chance of having a win and, um, yeah, getting around the faithful uh, with a few beers as well. Get down because these meetups, they're great. They yeah. are really great. I think I've been to a couple now myself as well. And it's, you know, as a fan, you know, we crave just having some mates who follow the swans it's, because there's fucking no one it feels like it's, sometimes. it's the like-mindedness isn't Absolutely. it it's a, it's a community that we're building here yeah. um and these are the, the the events that start to um build this up we'll shout out manny maddie donnelly um who sort of gave us the the bit of a spray that we hadn't got down there so um we've made that happen maddie will be the first one in the door shaking my hand i'm i'm 100 percent sure of that maddie <laughs> he better be you better be so um no keep that in mind faithful but Boys, this has been True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast. Number one on the charts, number one in the hearts, speaking words of wisdom. Up the Swannies.